I used to go to parties and I would only go for one hour. When I was out cold approaching at night, now there was a period where I just went out all night every night, but then, but other times when I just didn't, you know, I wasn't feeling sociable, I would just go out at 11, peak time, roll up, do two sets, go home. Half an hour in the club. So as, as an introvert, you should know that, yeah, okay, you need to go and make powerful impacts with people and then bail. That's totally fine, but you need to cycle it. You can't take three, six months of just being your introverted self in your bedroom and then come out for a week and expect it to happen. Welcome to the Natural Lifestyles Podcast with your hosts, James Marshall and Liam McRae, where we will be diving deep into the issues of modern masculinity, seduction, dating, lifestyle design, sexuality, psychedelics, you name it. This is the Natural Lifestyles Podcast. You're all familiar with the retirement retirement. It's the one your parents are doing now, 65-ish. You cease your work. And then because of your lifetime of labor and your investment skill, you then receive back something that from what you put in. Apparently that's how it works. I'm not a financial advisor. And most people think about that at some point, especially men, right? Well, women do too. They think about it either in their own career or they think about it in terms of getting a guy that's gonna be good for them. And men think about this. You guys have 401ks or whatever it is in Europe. You have, uh, you have investments, you have savings, you have a financial plan of some sort maybe. Maybe for a student you're like, uh, doesn't matter, don't worry now. But you know, as you become a working adult, you start figuring out some reply, some plan as you become conscious that you work for some decades and then you stop and you need to have something at the end. So most people are conscious of that and they do something about that better or worse. But there is a, uh, there's another way to look at life which is in terms of social retirements. Now, right now, all of us more or less are in retirement, a, a micro retirement. Some, some guys still have to go to work and it's kind of business as usual but with masks on. But for a lot of us, it's like we have retired from our previous life for a period of time. One, two, three months, maybe more, maybe it'll be six, maybe it'll be a year, we don't know yet. But your previous life is now on hold. So you've retired. And now you're getting the benefits of whatever it is that you did, the effort you put in, the contacts you made, the investments you had, you're getting them now. And for some, they're awesome, and for some, they suck. Right now, my life is as good as it ever was. Right, I have my friends around. I still have girls in contact with me all the time that are ready. Let's just just give you one little bit of proof. And I just get this sent to me. My quarantine pussy was a monkey emoji, but not anymore. Had it waxed today, and the kitty is smooth kitty. All right, that's not an uncommon type of message for us to receive. And that's a girl saying, "Remember my pussy? I want you to fuck it." And she literally said that. Again, like I wrote, so pretty and fresh. She said, thank you. She misses your cock deep inside her. I wrote back, I'll stretch her again. She says, hmm, I have been eager to hear that from you again. Now I can't wait. Whoa. Okay. So the point is, I'm still, I'm getting my social retirement right now. I can't go out and meet girls right now. I can't, you know, lord around the planet. But because of all the effort that I put in and all the networks I built, I, I have girls like that who are like sending me things going, as soon as you can fuck again, please be, let me be the first to be fucked or put me on the list. I'm getting the social retirement from, because everyone doesn't have a lot to do, I'm getting contacted by and I contact a lot of different people and I'm having really powerful con conversations and reconnecting with people like David Tian and Zan Perion and 
uh, Haley and a lot of my high level clients who've run, you know, fortune 500 companies and whatever, they've got a bit of time now. So I get on the phone and we're, we're chatting and we're rekindling these things so that the re- I'm getting the retirement value of the social effort that I put in. And of course, once the doors open and people are allowed to move freely again, then I instantly have all the stuff that I wanted. Whereas it, most other guys have to walk out and go oh, with their shopping bag and start going and harvesting and meeting new girls and trying starting working hour for dollar or you know hour for phone numbers so if you don't start planning for your social retirement and what i what i mean by that does is not when you're 65 it means anytime i don't feel like going out and approaching girls or i want to just chill at home and read books i can still be getting the benefits all right i can take breaks from all that stuff i can do nothing for long periods of time and it still keeps yielding I would say that's a more effective, more fun and a better way to run your seduction life and your social life than just, you know, going out, meeting a girl, bring into your life and then she stays or leaves and then you lose her. Or friendship circles. I have my five friends that I've been friends with since whenever and occasionally I meet a new person from a new something, but it stays pretty static. So when the music stops, what have I got? My five buddies. Maybe they're awesome buddies. I'm not saying you've got bad buddies but there's only five of them and they're usually homogenous. They're usually, most social groups are the same type of guys. Different personality characteristics, but you know, all gamers or all techie guys are all into this type of sport or all study this thing or all into finance or whatever. And so you only get the benefits, you can't leverage anything much out of each other because you don't have complementary skills. You have the same set of skills or the same personality traits or the same networks. And maybe they're awesome and you all benefit, or maybe they're just average, and then you just all get a very average return. And no, being friends with those people doesn't really benefit you much in terms of lifestyle engineering. I'm not saying that they're bad people and they may give you lots of emotional support and have great times and all sorts of stuff. But I'm looking at more or less, not, not everybody, but most people in my, my life, it's, there's, there's some form of us backwards and forwards, throwing resources backwards and forwards in order to build something together. Not all, but most. And those are the guys that I trust and trust me. Those are the guys that will, will back me up. Those are the guys that I know I can borrow money off or they can borrow money off me or I can, if I need a favor, like on Sunday when I'm forcing Liam to film me having a threesome. I asked Alex, Alex, do you want to film me having a threesome? No, not again. He won't do it. I He's done his time. I was like, is it that hard to convince your employees to hold the camera while your boss fucks a couple of girls? Come on, what's wrong with these people? Fucking hell. You want a ping pong table? Is that what you guys want? You want a ping pong table? Okay, I'll get you a ping pong table. Then will you film me? No. <laughs> uh, whatever. Who, I'm going to move on to the next one because I can't remember what I was saying. If you, come to plan, if you plan to come to Brazil, I'll take you to some ayahuasca rituals in Rio. Now that's an invitation. Now that's an invitation. Thanks, Alexandra. I may take you up on that. Okay, Luke says, how would you say can more introvert guys get out of the vicious cycle or circle of not wanting to meet people, into meeting just enough, just enough, and the right people to build this awesome social circle seductive economy? Okay, I feel you, Luke. I'm an introvert, and I always have, John can attest to this, he's watching, uh, always have taken periods where I just leave everybody, where I go away from all the humans. I go into meditation retreats or I came out here for six weeks by myself before the corona I just wanted to be alone and figure it don't do my own shit so as an introvert if if depending on what you define as an introvert for me I know it means that I need to be able to get space away from people I prefer to spend time with people in smaller groups uh, one-on-one or in smaller groups 
Like I love telling stories and I thought about this the other night. I would much rather tell a story to John than I would to the entire MMC audience. And I'll do both, but I prefer telling it to John because I love the interplay of, especially John, (laughs) I love the interplay of me explaining or telling a story and the, and the audience is involved in the story. Right. And it's, it's, a, it's a, like, because it's a connection between me and that person as we're like sharing this wacky thing. And that's a big part of mine and John's relationship is telling each other crazy stories. So it's not that like, I have no need to perform, no need to be the center of attention, no need for human contact all the time. I know some people do, they get very frustrated and feel lonely or unexpressed if they can't. For me, I don't, I, I would just, often I would just want to be alone. So if I only do that, then yeah, I will not be able to build sustainable social networks. I would say on average, if you make a new good contact, you need to cultivate that contact for a year, which means you need to hang out at least four, four times and four intense times. Not just you saw them at a party, you saw them at a something once. It's like, let's go and do something together four times in that year, in the first year especially. Yeah, it's just, that's just a general rule. I just made it up right now, but it sounds good to me. Um, and I'll put it in the product because it sounds awesome. But it is, it's true. When I think about, okay, certain contacts that I met a few years ago, there's one, now I can think of one in where I met this one awesome contact. I did cultivate it. I went hunting with him. He came on a boat trip with us. Uh, and then he invited me and Liam to go to Africa to this crazy safari where it was like 10 interesting gentlemen from around the world that this one mover and shaker knew. He invited them all to this, to this African safari. And we met a number of cool guys there, me and Liam, but one guy we met was like really cool, fucking super smart, really well-connected, really interesting dude. And we went, yeah, that guy, let's, let's, let's keep that one. And then we tried to invite him to something, some, something, and he couldn't do it. And then I think we contacted him again to do something and he was busy or whatever. He's kind of flaking on us. And then we didn't. And now a year later, that contact's dead, more or less, right? Like it's just because we went to Africa, we spent a week with this guy in this cool thing. You know, he's a busy dude. He's in government, he's in business. And so that leads probably cold. It doesn't, you know, we may be able to kindle it again in some time in the future, but maybe not. So yeah, it's, it's like you will need to commit time and you will need to make sure that if you wanna bring someone into your social world or go into their social world that you make regular proper contact. So that comes down to, it doesn't matter how much time you spend with somebody, it matters the intensity of the time you spend with them. And that goes for girls as well. Going on four dates with a girl where you sit and talk and talk and talk and talk is way worse than going on two short dates with her and then pulling her home and fucking her, All right? Because if I just spend lots of not great quality time with her, the time that's not exciting or erotic, then it, the extra time doesn't help. Whereas if I spend a short amount of time with somebody and we have, sometimes I've sat with someone for 30 minutes and they've left a dent on me or me on them that you know is just like, they're like, whoa, oh yeah. Uh, and it was 30 minutes, but it was 30 good minutes. So for the introvert, what you want to think of is, I used to go to parties and I would only go for one hour. When I was out cold approaching at night, now there was a period where I would just went out all night, every night, but then, but other times when I just didn't, you know, I wasn't feeling sociable, I would just go out at 11, peak time, roll up, do two sets, go home. Half an hour in the club. Right? Or half an hour, or you know, someone invited me to a picnic and I'm like, ah, oh, people, oh, I don't want to with people. Just fucking slap your face, go and smile, say hi to people, play one game of Frisbee and then go home. And you're allowed to. When It was awesome. Once I started realizing you could send girls home or you could go home whenever you wanted <laughs> from anything, anything. 
I did it at Christmas, this Christmas. I was had a headache, I was, I was um, jet lagged, had a headache, felt shit. The fires were burning in Australia and there was smoke everywhere. We had the Christmas lunch and as soon as it finished, I went, guys, I'm going to bed. I love you all. And I left Christmas dinner because I can. Right? And so as, as an introvert, you should know that, yeah, okay, you need to go in, make powerful impacts with people and then bail. That's totally fine, but you need to cycle it. You can't take three, six months of just being your introverted self in your bedroom and then come out for a week and expect it to happen. No, whatever it is that introverts have to do to just fucking pick themselves up and go, come on, I'm a human. I am a human. Those are humans. They, they interact usually. I can do this. Roll over and go, hey, how you doing? I'm going to stick around for 10 minutes at this party. Yep, right. I'm feeling very agitated and now I'm going to leave. That's fine. But you just do that regularly and then take people away one-on-one if that's where you better operate. Shay does that all the time. Shay and I have been friends for 20 years and we've been in every social scenario together. Every social scenario, including BDSM dungeons and ayahuasca in the Amazon and cool parties and whatever. Shay's an introvert. Shay doesn't like crowds. Shay doesn't, uh, he's not like super outgoing and vivacious in, in a social sense. But what Shay loves to do and he's great at is to talk to a person. And so I've seen this so many times at a party or something, you know, I'm maybe I'm playing in the band or I'm being a bit more outgoing. And Shay's usually in a corner talking to one girl or one dude or a couple of people. And, you know, you see him just floating around the event. He's, he's not hiding. He's just like not in the middle of everything, but he goes and he meets people. He engages with them. And then you can see, you look over and you're like, they've been locked in a, a full-on Shay chant, Shay ranty chant for 20 minutes over at, at the, that party because the guy's just like, you know, his beer's gone flat and he's like, like this. That's a different way of connecting with somebody. And it's at, equally as valid if, and so in some ways more powerful or some circumstances more powerful than the Gareth Jones who's very outgoing and, go and, chats and goes and chats with everybody. So there's some ideas. I'm going to answer a couple more questions. But before I do, I want to give you guys uh, an excellent offer. So as you may or may not know, this Sunday I'm, I'm releasing the Lifestyle Design Academy. The way I've built this is that it has an eight-week initial accelerator course. So the first eight weeks is me every single week doing live lectures, uh, missions, accountability groups. So you'll be put into chat groups to, to work on your missions and to stay in contact with me. There's a, a massive amount of bonus material or let's say library material. One, th one cool thing we did was I've been doing webinars you know, like this for four years, not four years, for many a year. And for example, on the five principles, we did three launches of the five principles. I did three lots of five times 90 minute webinars. How many? That's a lot of hours. It's like 20 hours-ish, right? Uh, and so what we did is we cut finally, because there's like 20 plus hours of me answering questions in detail, is we cut all of those into their individual questions and we put them into a very easily sourceable library. So basically as part of the product, you got a question on approach anxiety or getting a threesome or you know getting over worthiness issues or how do I text this girl, whatever. Very likely I've answered something like that. It's put in categories and so you've got access to my full library of Natropia. Uh, as well as all of the MMC speeches, pretty much all of them, yeah, like 80% of the MMC speeches, many of which have never been released before, uh, and all of the 21 convention speeches, which I bought them off Anthony a while ago. I'm glad I did that. So I have the rights to them. So we there'll be a bank of all of those iconic speeches as well. So this is a this is a very big product. 
at least 50 hours of material that's, that's presented. I would never ask for charity of any sort because it's not my style and we're not doing badly. It's like, if you want to give charity, give it to people in real need for sure. I encourage that. But I do ask for something in return for uh, the many, many years of you know, advice I've given. All I ask for you guys to do, and I'm gonna put a video out publicly, is if you wanna see the channel continue, is share some of the videos with three people. And I know people don't, often don't want to because they're like, oh, I'm embarrassed. Just share all the latest ones which have got nothing to do with pickup, with healing, with other stuff. Share them to three people and say, hey, check these dudes out. And I'm asking you to do that because if you don't, like you look at the views, our, our channel, it's criminal. Like the content is so good and the views are around five to 10,000 per video. And that tells me that there's about five to 10,000 of you guys out there. Sometimes something goes a bit viral and we get like 20, 30, 40 and you can tell when it went outside of our ecosystem. But for the most part, it's the same five to 10,000 guys. Not bad, uh, but it could and should be way, way, way more. Reality being is if we don't get some good revenue coming through in the next month, we just won't be able to put out videos anymore. We, would, we, would, we will just shut the, the company down into dormancy. Uh, I will have to, we just can't afford to, to keep the media team running because we have four editors, three cameras. It costs us 30 grand a month. 30 grand. We, we spend 30 grand a month on the media team and always have. So to produce all those amazing videos that, that everyone gets for free, we put a lot of money in. Obviously it's not a charity. We do that so that guys go, whoa, this is cool. I want to do a workshop. But now we don't have workshops to buy. And so now we're just bleeding money and not making any money. So we can't do that for much longer. Uh, we're, we're doing our very best to keep the company alive. And uh, if it hits certain metrics, then we will be able to continue just putting out material over the slow season, the corona season, and then hopefully we'll be able to teach again. It's not a threat. It's just the, that's just the economics of life. So I ask you and implore you, please have a look at some of our later videos that you, that you think, yeah, that's something that my friend could do with, or that's something that someone would find interesting. Send it to them and just say, hey, check this out. Or what do you think of this? It would help. That would be a big help. All right. I think that's enough for today. I enjoyed that. I hope you did too. So for the rest of this week, I'm going to just be putting the final touches on the academy. And I'm also building my Babylonian garden. Tomorrow, there's another 14 trees arriving from Spain. Oh, no, there's not. There's not. So, yeah, that, nothing like that's happening at all. Don't need to worry about that. And, um, and I'm going to go and feed the chooks now. Thanks so much for listening to the Natural, Natural Lifestyles, Lifestyles Podcast. Podcast. Check us out on YouTube at The, the Natural, Natural TV. TV. See you on the next episode.